the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Today, we're not at the nursery. We're going to tell you all about what's going on at the nursery in just a second. But today, we are at the Green Spaces Alliance. Uh, this is the luncheon for the Secret Garden Tour. It's in the King William District. We're at the Monty and the Ivy. And it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. Uh, their gardens, they've done a great job in uh, what they do. And I see all the uh, things that uh, you guys have generally recommended, especially uh, here, uh, the Vitex. I, you came in the back way, so I don't know if you saw them in the uh, garage, in the driveway or not. No. Man, they're tall and Full of blooms. Full huh? of purple. It's yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if yeah, you ever that's get a good Vitex, if you ever get a chance, uh, come on down here and, and and visit. It's a nice event center, and there's lots of folks enjoying the luncheon. Hopefully, we'll get somebody in here. I'll kind of flag them down, and we'll find out how the tour through King William went. I believe it's over. I'm almost positive it was over at 11:30. Uh, Here's some stuff that's going on here at Millburgers today. We've got the blood drive going on. Now, it started at 10, and uh, it goes on to 1.30. Now, the most important thing is you're helping out your South Texas neighbors by donating blood. But uh, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate as a thank you for donating blood. That's a good deal. Yeah, and the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center also has nice gifts for you, too. But it's real important uh, that you... Uh, you give blood, and this is a great way to do it. In fact, uh, uh, most folks uh, that come once uh, are regulars, and uh, they come each time because they like getting the gift certificate. They like giving blood. They know how easy it is, and they like that gift certificate as a thank you, so they make Millburgers their annual uh, or their quarterly stop. So uh, head on over to Millburgers today where you can uh, take advantage of the uh, the blood drive, help your South Texas neighbors. That's today through 1.30. So if you get there at 1.29, they're actually going to stay for you. So don't worry if it's too close to 1.30. Just be there, and while the vehicle is there, uh, they will take your blood. They will. <coughs> All right. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Calvin, you won't hear for a while because Calvin's the MC for today's event. Uh, and he's uh, doing a good job. We just heard him uh, talking about that. If you can hear us through the speaker we have here, I want to remind you that um, you can uh, ask your questions while you're here. Just come on in the uh, – we're in the big blue box. <laughs> but you can't so, miss it. Uh, you said boxcar a while ago. Yeah, it's kind of a – I think it is a converted boxcar. Is it really? I think so. I think that's what they told me. Okay. Yeah, so they uh, they walled it up and they added windows and air conditioning and the air conditioning is most important. Yes, it is. It's a it's a smidge warm, but not too much. 
All right, our phone number again, 210-308-8867. And uh, you might want to call us, too. Tell us what you're seeing. Uh, things are starting to bloom around town. Oh, yeah. So what are you seeing in your neighborhood? Uh, let's start bragging on your neighborhood. Like uh, the Vitex is what I've seen. Yeah, I saw, uh, uh, coming down here, I saw a beautiful uh, blue plumbago uh-huh. breaking out in full bloom. So uh, they're, they're recovering from the uh, cold cold weather that we had earlier and uh, really putting on a show with their blooms. They've got here, we've, I see some poinciana, but that may be because it's kind of a, a protected environment. I don't think I've seen other poinciana blooming around town. Have you? Like right there, like that little guy right there. Oh. But it seems a little early to be talking about it. Yeah, but maybe not. Well, they're they're just starting. Okay, they got beautiful figs. You were noticing the figs, and yeah, they got and, a lot of fruit on there. Yeah, and lots Be of ri- they ripening have pretty soon. Some citrus out in the yard too. They've got limes, and it looks like they tried to make that lime tree a uh, a. Uh, and it's got limes on it because I bumped into one with my head. Um, <laughs> they tried to make it kind of decorative and topiary, it, uh-huh. which is interesting. I've never seen that before. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people put them, put them against a the wall, you know. Oh, okay. And that gives them cold protection and also uh, uh, oh, very makes smart. an attractive uh, topiary plant. Very smart. All right, 210. plant. I'm sure I'm using the wrong that, word. There, that's right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866 8867. I'm trying to think of what else I've seen out and about in San Antonio. Well, like you say, the Cray Market was starting to blow. Yeah, which is, also seems a bit early, but maybe not. Yeah. And it's just certain varieties. Well, the, yeah, there's early varieties. Yeah. And- Early bloomers and and then those that'll be a little bit later. Speaking of crepe myrtles, we'll do this as a segue. You know, next week you're uh, we're going to be broadcasting from the Festival of Flowers at the Austin Events Center. Tomorrow we're going we have tickets to give away. I don't have them today. We'll have tickets to give away tomorrow, and we'll just give out a bunch of them. So you better be listening tomorrow if you want to win tickets. <laughs> Anne's going to visit with us, but um, you're going to have the the pinky available at. Uh, Yes, we. Uh, if you want, if you want to see what we'll have at the uh, garden volunteer booth or the uh, the uh, research uh, and development research and development booth, uh, I've got it on plantanswers.com, and it's uh, the first listing that uh, shows some pictures of uh, of the items that we'll have there, and of course, pink is one of them. And uh, the one we're really excited about that's really blooming and I think will continue to bloom until next week will be the uh, uh, Mr. Moy's uh, 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 hibiscus, his la- one of his last hibiscus that he bred, called Charming. Yeah. That's his name. Called Charming. I, 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 I don't know where Mr. Moy came up with these names, but... He must have been drinking or something that night. But anyway, <laughs> it's called Charming. It's a, it's a beautiful pink uh, hibiscus. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really a hot pink uh, hibiscus. And is it as big as the other, like the Moy Grande? No, it's not. Nothing as big as Moy Grande. Okay. But uh, uh, th- this is one that's 
kind of interesting plant because what, what well, it came to my attention was it's the last one to go dormant in the, in the fall. Hmm. And in fact, it it damn near doesn't go dormant in the in the fall and winter. But uh, but uh, I don't know what what breeding he put into it. But uh, he he named it Charming. Now, <clears throat> you know I've got a I've got a write up on uh, PlantAnswers.com uh, on uh, on Mr. Moy. On uh, the horticulture heroes section, and uh, you can go in there and look. And at the very bottom, I've got uh, one of the, a book that he that uh, Mr. Moore put together uh, of all his crosses. And I've I've, uh, I've he's got he's got a charming in there named Charming in there. That uh, that I don't think is the same as the charming that we have. Now that can be explained by two uh, two ways. When Doctor Moore, uh, yeah, when Doctor Moore left here, he went to Mercer Arboretum over there around uh, Houston, and uh, he may have come up or renamed another uh, hibiscus, charming. But if you want something to do uh, to to see if you can find that pic, the picture of of the one we're calling charming, and match it up with the uh, pictures in in uh, in his uh, book of uh, of crosses that he made, uh, that's on plantanswers.com. You can see the see the one we're selling as charming as as uh, at the uh, Oop. At the uh, uh, on plantanswers.com and the information in the in the, no in the yes in the uh, topics of the month uh, on the topics of the month section and then uh, you can see you see that that charming and then go match see if you can match it up with any of the uh, hibiscus that he has uh, pictured in his. His uh, his his write-ups. Uh oh. What? Look, Calvin gave me a <laughs> six six Woody a Calvin's article today is six Woody perennials that love heat. And uh, you got a big p- pretty picture of uh, blue plumbago. Uh, and, and of course, Gold Star Esperanza uh, is in there. Uh, I got a question. Let me see here. I'm glad Calvin showed up. Uh, uh, we got a question in. Said, I just read on the web on the uh, website that plumbago are toxic. Plumbago are toxic. I can find only one reference to their being text toxic, and I would like to know if there's any truth in it. I brought one to plant in a pot on my patio, and my cats love to sit in, in the sun on the patio. They also tend to run and test taste test on plants I have out there, and I am now concerned about adding the plumbago. Um, and forests uh, very 
politically correctly answered, uh-huh. uh, gently answered. Uh, many plants have some toxic qualities, but few seem to be of concern to pets or humans. I feel sure that you have some of them in your garden or on your patio. The blue plumbago is toxic, but mainly as a skin irritant. Uh, I and most of my neighbors have this in our yard, and it surely hasn't adversely affected the cats that (laughs) come into my yard. Certainly the decision is yours as to whether you expose your cats to this plant. See, you're putting a disclaimer on there. Now, we we say, we used to, well, uh, I guess we still say, that the deer won't eat it in certain neighborhoods. Certain neighborhoods. But they ate it to the ground out in Fair Oaks. And in my neighborhood, they have a tendency to eat it too. But we, for a while there, we were getting calls. And I mentioned that in the article today that uh, there must be some neighborhoods that they don't eat it. And, yeah. And yeah. that would indicate that there is a some kind of a different taste or yeah, yeah. chemical ingredient that... Uh, makes it uh, undesirable, or at least not as desirable as the deer would like it, they will. They probably won't pick it when they've got other <laughs> things to, to yeah, eat, yeah. but they go ahead and eat it. But, uh, yeah, I'm with, I'm with uh, Forrest. My West Highland Terriers uh, have a tendency to move through the plumbago and lay in it, and uh, not, not as far as I can it. tell, yeah. Of course, their personalities are bad anyway. I don't know if they've been <laughs> affected by the plumbago or not, but uh, I don't think she. I don't think she'll have to fear from from that. Even even if the you know they taste uh, most most pets are smart enough if they taste something and it's an undesirable yeah, taste, they don't taste it again. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe her cat, smart cats, will figure it out. And along that line, said uh, we got a got a question in. Said uh, I've read some conflicting information about Turk's cat. In the Texas Superstar booklet, it indicates that the plant is deer resistant. Uh, however, in a book written by uh, uh, Jan Weedy. Trees, shrubs, and vines of the Texas Hill Country. She says that Turks cats belong to the highly preferred <laughs> browse class of plants by the deer, uh, which is correct. Her book was published in 2005 by the uh, TAMU Press. Is her information old? I understand no no plant is deer completely deer proof. Recently completed Texas Master Gardener class and an interested in turkey calf for my garden. Uh, now I have seen turkey calf uh, planted on uh, like oh, I've told this story several times on West Avenue, where the deer were thick. I, when, when I went over to see the turkey calf, that's all they'd planted because the deer wouldn't touch them. And the deer were there when I was there, and they were moving through those turk scaps and not touching them. Uh-huh. And you couldn't see why they'd eaten. Yeah, and I put it, in, I kind of lump it in the same category as shrimp plant. Yeah, yeah. They'll eat at it in a drought, drought, but they they don't seem to devour it and uh, 
uh, eat enough of it that it quits growing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in that uh, d- definitely not a uh, hard resistance. They're, a, a, they're not a deer-proof plant, but they, no. they're not a favorite deer plant either. Yeah. So uh, I, I had taken some after seeing those in West Avenue. I'd taken a variegated form of Turk's cat that we worked with for a few years over to Forest Appleton. And they ate that thing before we got it out of the truck. He did all, huh? And still, to this day, eats it. We planted it out by his uh, entrance there to his his house. And to this day, they go in there and pretty well eat it to the ground. So, So, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where they... Eat it in some neighborhoods, and some neighborhoods yeah, don't just, touch it. Just every, every day just reinforces our uh, how, the correctness of us uh, hedging every time we say, <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough to say anything is deer-proof, but we can uh, say deer don't seem to like it in some neighborhoods or most neighborhoods sometimes. Yeah, we need to uh, map it out. Like, we'll take one plant, and we'll have our people call in, and does, does it eat it in your neighborhood? And we'll create a little map with uh, with little and it, and it changes though too, you know that we uh, went through this last year on Firebush and Poinciana in my neighborhood for years. Yeah. I said no, the deer eat them, and uh, so somebody said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> and then I started looking close in my neighborhood, and there there was my neighbors got uh, Poinciana growing, uh-huh. and the deer haven't eaten that, and then I. Did a test on the firebush, and the deer didn't eat the firebush, too. So, uh, so The taste changes, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, the last year, was uh, there were a lot of choices. This year, as we get drier and drier, there may not be as many choices, and the whole picture can change pretty quickly. They, get used, they can get used to something, get to rely on something. And then Jerry has brought this up quite often, too. One of the reasons why plants fresh from the nursery right. are desirable is that they've been pumped up. They've got a lot of moisture in them. Their their yeah. chemistry is diluted. Uh, they've had a, a, a growth rate that's uh, outstanding. Uh, so they they sometimes are edible, whereas a plant and, and we see this lantana quite often is that when you after it sets in your neighborhood and grows a little bit in there and the, deals with the heat and the soils it uh, gets less desirable to the deer but a freshly planted lantana and then you've got a kind of a temporary solution and, and Forrest is an advocate for that yeah too. he put uh he far to recommend uh far daplin or one that wrote uh and i say hesitantly wrote the uh deer resistant plant list uh, he, he puts a kind of a disclaimer and a, a note at the front that regardless of whether it's claimed to be deer resistant uh, for the first, I think he says two years, but I think at least six to eight months uh, using something like liquid fence, the product called liquid fence will keep the deer away from it until the the plant gets a little bit hardened off and uh and the the, the deer get used to it so they won't have a, a browse they won't have a curiosity browse occur now and i may my columns i think generally i say only three weeks 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I've had uh, good luck with that on uh, things like lantana, salvias, uh, but that's basically all I have had to uh, to spray because the you're right, the deer get used to a certain. A browsing pattern, and then if there's something new there, yeah, they're so right. they're so bold and they're curious, and and sometimes it just seems like they're ornery. <laughs> and they'll, <laughs> An ornery I've deer. seen where they yeah. pulled every single plant out of. A oh new plant yeah, and, yeah. So hey, listen, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight. 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And I'll give you another number. That's the number for quality organic products because you can call them today. They're open today till 2 o'clock. And if you're looking for soils or mulch or compost, if you're looking for great quality products used by landscapers throughout San Antonio for their trade, uh, you can get that at quality organic products. Ty Chisholm has built a company that's helping gardeners, both our, you know commercial landscapers and the home landscapers, uh, to uh, go ahead and uh, and um, to uh, sorry, they were taking a picture of us, so I lost my train of thought. Uh, sorry, Calvin. He was too busy smiling. Oh, okay. You yeah. look good, man. Oh, do I look okay you holding, look, holding look. the microphone on my belly? Yeah, you look good, man. Um, but the uh, Quality Organic Products has products for commercial as well as residential. And because they do commercial, uh, the prices are a little better. Uh, so you can go call 210-651-0200 for Quality Organic Products. 210-651-0200. Uh, they may be able to deliver today. Honestly, they, they're so efficient. Uh, but if not, they can come Monday and uh, you can go buy and pick it up. Uh, check them out at qualityorganicproducts.com, qualityorganicproducts.com. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in just a second on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Gardening is easy, especially if you get the right plants for this area. How do you make sure you get the right plants for this area? You go to Millburgers and you look for Texas Superstar plants. Texas Superstar plants are plants that have been tested in South Texas and throughout Texas to do well. Many of these plants are from South Texas, so you know you're getting winners when you pick a Texas Superstar. This week at Millburgers, they've got sales on some of your favorite Texas Superstars, like Vinca's Periwinkle is on sale. This Texas Superstar is the Cora series, which is disease-resistant, and you'll find it for just eight. 88 cents each in the four inch pot. Lantana, a butterfly attractor, is on sale for just $4.88 in the one gallon container. It's a Texas superstar. Butterfly weed attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it's $5.88 in the one gallon container. Texas lilac, Vitex is on sale, and man, doesn't it look good? It's all around town, and just $18.88 in the five gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Why are there dogs in this meeting? That's what partners are for. What is happening in this town? Let's take these smugglers down. The movie Show Dogs chews on the tail of a dedicated NYPD police dog named Max. He goes undercover to infiltrate a Las Vegas dog show and take a bite out of crime. This story full of talking dogs is a kid's movie through and through. You could think of it as a live-action talking dog version of Miss Congeniality. Now, there are moments of peril, some poo-poo humor, and a dash of foul language in this kibble mix. But all in all, nothing that much to growl about. I'll give Show Dogs... 
Four, batty backside bites out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film or the newest Deadpool movie, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Hi, it's Milton Glick. Don't forget, Milberger's Top Tomato Contest is coming up Saturday, June 9th, starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, go to MilbergerNursery.com, where you'll find all the categories like cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight, and then we'll pick a grand champion from all of those. You've got prizes that you can win for the Top Tomato Contest, and don't forget, we've got a category, too, the Best Salad Bowl. And everybody that enters this free contest will get a $10 gift certificate redeemable at Milberger's the day of the contest. Judging starts at noon. Get your tomatoes in shape, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery June 9th for the Top Tomato Contest. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where our, our music has some dancing here at the uh, Monty go. and Ivy. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Dr. Calvin Finch doing a great job of emceeing the uh, Secret Gardens Luncheon for Green Spaces Alliance. And one of the folks that took the tour, uh, we convinced her to come on the air and talk a little bit about it. Hi, how are you? You're on the air. Thank you. I'm well. Good. How was the tour? How was the tour? How was the tour? Fabulous. Really? Good. Yes. Why, why, why? It was cloudy and cool <laughs> and green and lush and mysterious and secret and... People don't know what's available in San Antonio. And That's so, a good point. So it's just a treat to be able to visit with friends on the street, walk. I walked, and I'm proud of myself for walking. Yeah, that good. was a nice thing about good. this tour is that you could walk from uh, from garden to garden. San Antonians don't walk enough. We don't have no. enough opportunity to do it. And with beautiful shade trees and flowering plants... It was lovely. Now, do you live in the King William area? No. Okay. I, I live in Soso. Soso. South uh, of South of South of Southtown. Oh, okay. Soso, Soso. <laughs> I, I live on the south side. Okay. Full of history. Which, yeah, actually, and you've got, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about, some folks on north side can't grow, and uh, then you see it all along in the south side. So you're in a good part of town, too. Yeah. We talked about King William, but yeah, absolutely. So what did you see that you like went, wow, I never thought of that? What did I see? Um, or which kind of, when you walked up to the one of the gardens, did you go, okay, cool, look what they've done? I like the way you have indoor space and outdoor space. And mm-hmm. the outdoor space can be used for inhabiting, for sitting, for yeah. Discussing. I liked also the lack of lawns. I mean, there was lawn. There were a few lawns, but there were places that had pathways and and ground cover, and you didn't need to have a lawn that was had hard to, be to maintain. Had, yeah. had to be mowed, hard, watered, and, and yeah. thirsty. And you did you you saw variety. What I liked most was the variety. And as I was saying to somebody. Every season, this changes. You go. It's like a. It's like a conversation, or almost like a television show. You can go out and look, and things change from day to day, from month to month. It was yeah, glorious. Yeah. I loved it. Very cool. Good. Are Thank you a gardener? You for coming. Yeah. I, uh, uh, am I a gardener? I'm a, a a frustrated gardener. All right. Well, you know, we can try to help I, you. I took the master gardener's class. Good for I'm you. A master gardener in poor standing. I'm confessing this. I'm confessing this. Oh, you don't have to give like, your name. It's okay. It's for, 
<laughs> Nobody knows. And I'm betting there are a lot of master gardeners that will be empathetic with your situation. And I've heard you speak, and it's, it's just fabulous. Thank you both Thank for you. what you yeah, do. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming by and telling us. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 All right, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308. We're okay. Cool. Thank you. No, no. 210 308 8867. Toll free. It's 866 308 8867. Hey, uh, lots of things going on. Uh, Millburgers has the blood drive going on right now until 1 30. Uh, blood is always in uh, big demand in San Antonio. Uh, so, Millburgers each quarter has a blood drive. Uh, and uh, we want to encourage you. Actually, uh, don't wait till next quarter to come on out. Just hop in the car now, because if you get there by 1.30, they will wait and they will take your blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center also has nice prize, prizes for you as well. Hey, uh, don't forget also, next Saturday when we're talking to you, we'll be talking to you from the San Antonio Festival of Flowers. So there's always fun stuff happening on at the Festival of Flowers, including the organic roundtable, all the things that you like, the plant exchange, the uh, gardening indoor gardening mall, uh, the uh, free parking, the vendors that are focused on gardening uh, and, uh, and plants rather than hot tubs or mops. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, it's, it's the 21st, if you believe it, uh, Festival of Flowers. But it's not at the um, Alzafar this year. It is at the Austin Highway Event Center. The Austin Highway Event Center between Eisenhower and Walsham Road. And I checked it out on uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And it's going to be great. Uh, huge, huge haul. Uh, lots of vendors. You'll uh, get to them real quickly because uh, it'll be and there's a couple different levels, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Different, uh, but a lot of fun at the uh, the Austin Highway Event Center. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, want you to come on out and be a part of it. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, did you have a question? No. Oh, she was just checking us out. Yeah. Okay, we got Mark on the line <laughs> at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Oh, Quick question, please. Um, we received a uh, gift of a Phalaenopsis orchid in a four-inch pot, and of course it had the blooms. It was from the store and everything. And the last couple of uh, we've had it in a nice, in a great western uh, window with vent, with uh, blinds and stuff. Three ice cubes a week, according to the instructions. But the flowers are starting to fall fall out, and I noticed. It's very root-bound in that four-inch pot. Um, it's starting, and there's mulch on the top. Do I need to repot it into a larger pot? And if so, um, do I need a special kind of potting soil, a fertilizer? No, no. Uh, were, were the blooms open when you bought it? I mean, were they yes, full open? It was a gift, yes, sir. Okay. It was a uh, gift, and so they were... And you you didn't you didn't have any little buds on there that haven't opened yet, right? No, 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 sir. It was they were in full bloom. Uh, okay, so they they just, they're just drying up, uh, falling off, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I assume you're watering it about uh, every other day or something like that. No, well the the, the instructions said three ice cubes once a week. <laughs> That's uh, ice cubes. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's what we've been following, but whatever you recommend on that. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll, that'll work. Okay. But but what's happened, it, it's just uh, it just bloomed out. Uh, it's been blooming okay. for about uh, three or four months, 
uh, since mm-hmm. the blooms were open when you bought it, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just going through its bloom cycle. Now, what you oh, want to okay. do, what it it's, it looks like it's root bound, but it's it, they'll they'll do okay, okay. Uh, uh, the way it is. But what you want to do, thank you, Kevin, is put it in a uh, in a uh, place that has a uh, you know as much sun sunlight as you can get on it. Yes. And and and. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I, just go ahead and, and water it, you know, uh, soak it. Uh, go ahead and, and pour the water on it and let the water run through it. Uh, okay. Put it in the sink and pour the water on it about every three days. Every three days, okay. Uh, and if you Any saw, liquid fertilizer? Yeah, yeah, you can uh, you can put some uh, miracle Grow or... Has to grow, or some of those uh, water-soluble fertilizers, in with the water when you water it. Okay. And right. and it, it, it may it may it may, it may uh, re sprout from that uh, main stalk. Now mm-hmm. the next question you'll be calling in a way about is uh, <laughs> uh, what what I do with that main stalk, you know, that the that was- flowers were on. What right. you do is just just let just let it die down. Uh, it'll it'll start dying down from the top uh, to the bottom, of course, and uh, just let it let it die back, and it may stabilize about halfway down, depending on how big the stalk is. And it, mm-hmm. when that happens, just cut the dead section off at the top, and uh, and it may re sprout. Uh, reflush some blooms on there. Mm-hmm. So you may get a second bloom, especially if you're fertilizing. Okay. Other, otherwise, uh, it won't bloom It won't bloom until next year this time. Okay, so it's a, an annual blooming on that. Okay. Well, I'll yeah, get yeah. my house to grow, I guess. Just... Yeah, or Miracle Grow or any of those grow. types. Okay. So, uh, any of the water soluble fertilizers. All right. Well, thank you all very much. So have a good day. Okay, thank you, thanks. Thank you for Enjoy calling. That's a, that's a great plan, failing options. Cool. Thanks, Mark. You take care. Thanks for calling. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And we become an attraction here. we got people coming in. we got an audience. Is that right? Yeah, which is really cool. So, you know, we got I think she's just hugging the air conditioner. <laughs> what? It's not about us? It's about... Oh. <laughs> hey, one more thing that's coming up at Millburgers next week, and we're going to feature uh, the uh, one of the... the person who's going to be doing the presentation is it's going to be uh, for the kids garden uh, class on texas free tail bats so uh, it's going to be really cool this is one that i'm guessing adults will want to be a part of too uh, but it's going to be and we'll talk with uh, them about one o'clock one of the folks with the uh, railroad um, i forget what it's called it's uh it's if my information has it We'll find out. Oh, yeah, there it is, the Old Tunnel State Park in Fredericksburg, Texas, uh, which is really cool. I've been out there, and it's just amazing. Um, it, it is really hard to forget if you've been there out there one time to see all these You've guys. been to the main one, man. I have been to the main one, too, yeah. I mean, uh, with you, once you've gone to the Bracken Cave, with, with you, there is no comparison. You were 
practically getting in the cave with your <laughs> with your butterfly nets, scampering about, trying to. Well, poor Malcolm is like, Jerry, please come out of there. <laughs> but that was amazing too when they all come out. Oh yeah, it's just thousands of them. Oh my goodness, it just it, and the sound is cool because all their the fluttering, the flying makes that. Yeah. And you just hear it all over. Anyway, we'll talk to her at 1 o'clock about by, what she's By going. the way, I was, uh, Milton wasn't down there by the cave. I was not down there by the cave. I, I was the one. That yes. Uh, I, will, oh, I will gladly admit that. Did you go when my son, when Jeremy went, or did you go sure. when my brother went? Uh, I don't remember who was there. Uh, I've been two or three times. And there's there's pictures. Yeah, uh, on Plant Answers. On yeah. Plant Answers on the... Uh, 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 questions with photos. Yep, but with even pictures of uh, the Bacuano. There you go. It didn't stink. Mark <laughs> Mark is on the line at 210-308-8867. Got another Mark. We're, we're Mark heavy today. Hi, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Good. Good. What's going on? Um, I've got a pomegranate tree, and I've had it in for probably about four years now. And it's growing great, looks beautiful, but you didn't you didn't want pomegranates, did you? Well, yeah, I did, and apparently <laughs> oh, I made a mistake. I, uh, I didn't realize you wanted pomegranates. <laughs> you know, is, is he did? psychic into what your problem is, Mark? <laughs> did you know you, know, you didn't know what variety is? Is it is it wonderful? The the variety cashmere. Oh, cashmere. Uh, okay, ca- that's one yeah. of the new ones. Yeah. Well, for the yeah, last, it, it it puts on flowers and they 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 open up and then they just fall off. And it's called cashmere. Yeah, cashmere. Uh, caf, caf, no, cashmere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I, I was. Are we looking for your Millburgers information? Yeah. Or? Let me see. It would be under fruit trees. Yeah. It would be. Do we know now, what it's last, doing, or it's not doing anything? Is that the the deal? Well, well, last year uh, it did put on one fruit that I apparently didn't find until after it dried up and fell off. But it put on one fruit last year, and I saw it after it had already, you know, basically rotted off. But that was it. And I've every year it'll put on, you know, five or six flowers, maybe ten flowers, but they'll all fall off. They just. That sounds like the man that was visiting with us last week. He had the same exact problem. We weren't sure of the variety, but, yeah, he, and he only got the one as well. Huh. Now, where, where did you get that? Did you get that? You didn't get that at Millburgers, did you? No, I did not. Okay. Hang up, Milton. That's, that's it. <laughs> Run. <laughs> I, so, I, I found an excuse why his pomegranate yeah. doesn't have any pomegranate. Uh, no, well, the... Uh, they they're they're uh, they're alternate not alternate bears but they uh, they're uh, infrequent bears. Okay. And and uh, so your 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 dilemma is not an unusual one. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> there's nothing you can do to is- prevent that. Is it just a climate issue, or? Yeah, it's a climate issue. Okay. 
Now, you you so want not, more bad news? Or, it's not a war. You want, it's not a no, war. It's not a war. It's nothing you're doing. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just the variety <laughs> and the climate. Now, okay, do you well, want more bad news? Variety? No. I don't think no? he wants okay. more bad news. You want more bad news? <laughs> okay. When you get the pomegranates, if it actually set and stay on there, yeah. they won't be fit to eat. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. They have a, okay. a fungus. They have a fungus because of our high humidities here sometimes. They have yeah. a fungus disease that gets in the fruit and causes the fruit to be black. Oh, okay. When you open it up. And so okay, your better so- your, your best pomegranates are found at H E B. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, the tree is beautiful. It's just it never. Yeah, fruit, the, the so. tree's good, and there's no insect or disease that bothers it. And uh, you are getting some flowers, so. But uh, I'm I'm red, uh, and we we've tested. We must have twenty varieties of pomegranates out at uh, out at Uvalde, and uh, all of them do the same thing. Oh, okay. We, ha- we so have kinda, some that, just that seem to battle. Yes, we have, uh, no. but but of course they've gotten so much publicity lately. Uh, from and those those pomegranates are grown in California, in more of a desert-like uh, uh, growing condition. So okay. they don't have the have the black black fruit and uh, and and problems that we have here. So Thanks, basically, Mark. if I ever get a if I ever get a fruit that's edible, I'll just be lucky. That, well, yeah, in in my opinion, there's no such thing as an edible fruit. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you have you eat have you eaten uh, uh, regular uh, pomegranate? Do you like to eat I, them? I, I have I have had them before, but then I just was just rarely. I got them at H E B, like you said, but yeah. Um, they kind of, they kind of got their seedy, their seedy, and they're right. You know, they're better juiced. In other words, they juice them in California. Right. Okay. All righty. I'm sorry. Thanks, sorry, be the bearer of bad news. All right. You take care. Thanks, man. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And Trace is calling us from the nursery oh, with a no. plant of the weekend. 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 Hi, Trace. Hello, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Good right. morning. So Good afternoon. A, this one's been a long time coming because we haven't had enough heat. But uh, the plant of the weekend is mallow hibiscus. Get out of here. I've got several flavors. I've got Texas Star. I've got uh, pep, peppermint flare. Oh, yeah, I've that's a, a good red, one. I've got a red flare. I've got Lord Baltimore. And then I got your favorite. I've got Moy Grande. Get out of here! Uh uh-uh. uh He just said you couldn't get that. I, I hope. I hope. I hope the uh, botanical garden, who's Moy Grande, is their their uh, their uh, their emblem. Emblem. Uh, and they were looking for some more Moy Grande hibiscus to plant around. They could just the botanical come visit Trace. Garden. Yeah. Well, so how many? How many here, more? How many more do you have? Uh, right this second, I'm looking at about 15. 
Uh, Ooh, but I could probably get goodness. some more. That's I've great. Did 15, you... 15 of each of these varieties. They're twenty four ninety nine. And for those of you who don't know, the metal hibiscuses are our hibiscuses with big fancy blooms that freeze down and should come back out from the same root. Yeah, they're perennial hibiscus. Yep. Hardy, hardy all the way to hardy all the way to Canada. Wow! So twenty four ninety nine is that right? Yes, sir. And uh, now here's what we're going to do because yes, yeah, some of these, like we mentioned earlier, without prompting, are hard to find, like the Moy Grande. Yeah. Um, you can call the nursery right now at four nine seven three seven six zero, and say put one aside, and they will, and then you just come get it at your leisure. Uh, but that's two one zero four nine seven thirty seven sixty, and um, the uh, they'll take care of you. That's a great opportunity. Um, yep. Cool, Trace. How's hopefully, everything going over there? With the, oh, it's a yeah. wonderful day. Um, yeah. Cloud cover is making an exceptional, nice breeze, and lots of color. We're full of color, including like the Vitex that we have on sale for eighteen eighty eight. Uh, Esperanza's on special. And uh, and Vinca, uh, yeah, Vinca. I, I was getting ready to mention Vinca. I I, uh, I plan my daughter's having some uh, friends into into town, visitors into town, and she wanted something in her planters. Which of course the the deer will come up on the porch and eat. I put petunias in there, and they ate them before I was out of sight. But uh, uh, so I, I I chose Vinca. And uh, the, my main problem was to deter, determine the best color to use because there's so many beautiful colors of that uh, somewhat uh, disease-resistant uh, Coravinca, which yeah, is on sale. Be- which is on sale, by the way. Yeah. So that's great. That, y'all got a great, great bunch of uh, sale items. Yeah. On, on, and that's a cool feature on the plant of the weekend. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, there's a lot All of right. people excited about that. All right, well, don't then, delay. Uh, we'll, we, yes? We did get in some plumeria as well. Uh, one gallon oh, cans. Okay. We haven't been able to get that so far this year, too. Now, I'll, I'll warn people that... Uh, uh, the re the reason that uh, hibiscus is so late, or are we getting late getting it in, is because uh, we like to have a bloom on it. So uh, the tags are, are right on on these on these uh, hibiscus. So if it doesn't have a bloom on it and it says something like peppermint flare, uh, then it it will be uh, peppermint flare or will be more grindy hibiscus. Now, do you have these, the regular all, flare? Have you got regular I've, flare in? I've got the red red flare and then I've got peppermint flare. So the red one is okay. the regular one. Okay. And most of them oh. have little picture tags to show you the color. Oh, okay. But they're, they're not necessarily blooming. No, we're probably... I see some buds on this point around Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But but most of the other ones, I don't see a bud yet. Well, that's a, that's a good. If you got a, a picture tag on there, uh, you know what the buds are, are getting ready to be, and so you can get them planted and uh, in the landscape, and they'll still uh, bloom bloom uh, this this uh, this summer. And then, and then of course, we we'll want to cut them. We'll talk about it on the radio, but we want to cut them back in. Uh, 
probably after they have their first flush of bloom, cut them back a little bit in July, and uh, they they blo- they rebloom and re- force buds again for uh, for the fall. So anyway, that's a, that's a great, that's one of my favorite plants. I figured you'd cool, like that last one. Yeah. Oh yeah. He finally found one he likes. Right. And 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 we're we're a week or ten days away uh, from having the. Uh oh! Are you going to say what I think you're going to yes, say? Yes, the real Grande Go. Oh my goodness! They're on. They're already on my order for this week. Quit it! Don't tell me that yes, they didn't put them on the. Oh, okay. No, no, they, they're, I, I got, I got them all. They're on my order oh, this week. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay, so the Rio Grande goal will be, uh, we've been waiting for them to get larger so people could have, enjoy hey. And we've also got a write-up on plantanswers.com about Rio Grande goal pepper, if you haven't heard us talk about it through the weeks. Hey, Trace, one more time, mention, oh, yes, good. Go ahead, mention the... the the mallows that you got there, the hibiscus, and then we'll uh, give the phone number again where people can call and order them. All right, so we got peppermint flare. We've got the red flare. Uh, we've got uh, Lord Baltimore, which is a very deep red. We've got the Texas Star hibiscus and the Moy Grande, and we've already had a phone call from Moy Grande. So I've got one of the young ladies out here pulling pulling some right now. So if you want a Moy Grande, Uh-oh. give us a call. Yeah. Four nine seven three seven six zero. Four nine seven three seven six zero. Thanks, Trace. Uh, thank you, James, for taking advantage of the plant of the weekend. Way to go, James. All right, we gotta take a break. Uh, so four nine seven three seven six zero if you wanna get those for yourself. Trace, we'll see you tomorrow. You take care. Uh, we're gonna be back in a moment. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on the answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Gardening is easy, especially if you get the right plants for this area. How do you make sure you get the right plants for this area? You go to Millburgers and you look for Texas Superstar plants. Texas Superstar plants are plants that have been tested in South Texas and throughout Texas to do well. Many of these plants are from South Texas, so you know you're getting winners when you pick a Texas Superstar. This week at Millburgers, they've got sales on some of your favorite Texas Superstars, like Vink. Periwinkle is on sale. This Texas Superstar is the Cora series, which is disease-resistant, and you'll find it for just 88 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Lantana, a butterfly attractor, is on sale for just 4.88 in the one-gallon container. It's a Texas superstar. Butterfly weed attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it's 5.88 in the one-gallon container. Texas lilac Vitex is on sale, and man, doesn't it look good? It's all around town, and just 18.88 in the five-gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. From Washington D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary, and now here is America's number one syndicated columnist. 
Cal Thomas. It's commencement season at American colleges and universities, and you know what that means, don't you? It means liberal commencement speakers. And why not? They're the perfect capstone to four or more years of politically correct liberal instruction. At my alma mater, American University in Washington, D.C., a series of speakers for the various colleges were women's rights advocates and environmental disciples. The school brags it is the first carbon-neutral university. The new president, Sylvia Burwell, was Barack Obama's secretary of HHS, which should tell you all you need to know about her politics. One survey by Young America Foundation found liberals outnumber conservative commencement speakers this year by a margin of 12 to 1. I'm surprised it isn't higher. So here's a word of advice for all you parents and grandparents who have children and grandchildren of college age. Be careful where you send them to college. If you aren't careful, I mean really careful, and investigate the curriculum, your children and grandchildren may come back with a different worldview. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Spider-Man Pest Control is your answer if you've got roaches or if you've got mosquitoes. We'll tell you about that in a second. Or insects like, well, I guess spiders aren't insects, are they? Yeah, so, or you got spiders, uh, ants, roaches, whatever you got, Spider-Man Pest Control will help you get rid of them. Uh, the website is GoSpiderManPest.com, and one of the things that has been very popular is the uh, new system that he has to get rid of mosquitoes. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know what it exactly it's called. It's kind of like a bait box, if you will. Uh, there's water in it, and there's some powder. And uh, Disney World and Disneyland use them. And what happens is the uh, the mosquitoes land in there, and then they do what they do and when they get to water. And then they, uh, they land on that little powder, and they fly out, and they... Um, Take the powder with them. They do what they do? What I think they, they lay eggs oh, in the water. Oh, oh I thought yeah. they got a drink. Well, they could get a drink, too. Oh, okay. But anyway, so they get the powder on them, and they, um, there we go. And then they um, so they fly out, and then they spread that around uh, to other little mosquitoes. And so, consequently, those mosquitoes, the original ones die, and the ones that hit the powder on the outside, on little leaves and stuff, they die. Uh, so uh, it's a, a great system that he's got developed there at, at, at Spider-Man Pest Control. Millburgers is using it, and uh, I was asking Trace yesterday. He tells me that they've noticed a difference uh, in the spider and the mosquitoes that they have, and um, 
Also, again, I mentioned that they use it at um, at Disney World as well. So, uh, GoSpidermanPest.com is the place to go. GoSpidermanPest.com. And uh, you can give them a call. The number uh, to call is uh, 656-3721. 656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since uh, 1976. And speaking of things that eat lots of insects uh, and that are important pollinators are bats. And uh, we're going to talk to the folks with the uh, uh, Old Tunnel State Park in Fredericksburg about their uh, presentation for uh, kids Next Saturday at Mill Burgers from 10 to 11. Uh, it's free. Uh, just RSVP at 497-3760, and you can uh, learn about that. But we're going to talk to one of their volunteers that's going to be presenting it uh, today at 1 o'clock. So uh, that's all coming up on our show today. Things, I think, are beginning to wrap up here. Uh, so we imagine we'll get Calvin back in just a few moments to... To uh, actually, he's emceeing. I'm not sure he enjoyed emceeing. I thought he would. I think he was too critical on himself. They, uh, I wonder if the guy's going to bring bats. Oh, I don't know. Bring some in a it's, little it's cage a, or something. It's a woman. I don't know what she's going to do. That's interesting because they wouldn't oh. be too happy, would they? Well, I mean, at 10 o'clock in the morning, I don't yeah, think they... Yeah, they'd be sleeping. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we'll talk to her. In just a second. Uh, again, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. There's Calvin. Have you been relieved of your MC duties? I am. Yay! All right, we got <laughs> Calvin back. So uh, I think it's. Uh, it looks like everybody's had a nice time. We saw everybody kind of mingling out, uh, and uh, it looks like a, it was a nice success today here at the luncheon. Well, I had uh, at least one good session I, 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 after the first. I learned my lesson about trying to follow exact ex- exactly the script. Oh yeah, you never, uh, you, never. Uh, yeah, just just you, wing it. You do better if you uh, keep in mind the what you're trying to accomplish, and then just yeah. Oftentimes, like we'll tell people who do what we do, like and that too, is don't give them a script because they read it and it sounds like it's being read. Give them copy points because then they can just you know like an outline. So you can just hit the main things and okay. stuff. Yeah. So, well, good job, Calvin. Thanks for doing that. What? Giant swallowtail. Yeah. We were. We'll, we'll come and we'll get your. And when we come back, Calvin, we've got the people from the old uh, tunnel uh, bat conservatory. They're going to talk to us about next week's event. But then we'll talk to you about everything that's going on here and uh, that just finished up. All right. We'll take a break. Back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867. And after promoting it for a while, we're having trouble reaching our next guest. So we'll just reach her when we reach her. But they're going to be, it's going to be a butterfly, not a butterfly, a bat a presentation <laughs> for kids next Saturday at Millburgers. Uh, it starts at 10. It's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com for more information. And kids will love this. Uh, bats are fun and, and so important uh, for insect control. And they get a bad rap. Uh, but they're very important to South Texas. They get a bat rap. Ah! <laughs> 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 
Calvin will be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems you get that a, way. You get a little hyper when you do that MC stuff. I yeah. tell you, yeah. Are you coming yeah. down now? Then they, they, sudden, they, sudden, they suddenly say, well, you're, you're done now. Give me the microphone. And... <laughs> oh, that's a bad sign when you're in the middle of something and they go, oh, you're done now. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it turned out real well. I think the event today was a big success, seemed like. And we've had people who came on the tour come by and talk to us about Did the. You? Yeah, that's and, good. Yeah, I, and they liked it a great deal. They said that uh, it was neat seeing what you could do with all the different ideas. Yeah, well, we Jerry and I always talk about the um, use of uh, shade plants here yeah. in, 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 the, in this King William area, and uh, the, the use of ground covers. Mm. It's not a big. Lawn area. They got small, uh, attractive lawns, but they they emphasize these layered looks with ground covers and both in the sun, but mostly in the in the shade as well. So it's yeah, it's a, uh, that sounded like a pretty exciting tour. Yep. So uh, it looks like today was a big success for the Green Spaces Alliance. Maybe Gail come by and kind of give us a a wrap-up of all the stuff that this helped benefit, because uh, Green Spaces Alliance is a terrific organization. You can learn more about them at greensatx.org, greensatx.org. Okay, our phone number here at, uh, well, at, at the show is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Well, what do you think of being in the... The porch here that has air conditioning. So we like that. I've kind of bought, I kind of vote that Milton carry the message to Charles and say, <laughs> "Oh, maybe maybe we can hook this thing up and and uh, uh, pull it over to uh, uh, Mailburgers." Hey, there you go. Since it's since it's supposed to be a a trail. Old trailer or something. You know, they built the big thing for the cashiers. They could have built one for us. It was kind of air conditioned, and we could go. Just kind of be on exhibit, and everybody would walk by, and they could come in if they had a gardening question, and uh, heated in the winter. I can hear Charles now guffawing. And, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's guffaw. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah. Is that a, oh, that was a cuss word. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Did we? Did you guys thank thank Milbergers for an, another? Good cause that yeah. they're involved in, um, Green Spaces Alliance, and uh, uh, the important work they do with the uh, community gardens and also the uh, uh, conservation easements in in this community. So, everybody here, we you know, as no, a big part of the success of the event today was due to Millburgers, especially yeah, the great, donation great of the garden yeah the butterfly staff, garden. Yeah, the yeah, staff came over yesterday to set up a. A garden, and then they was part of the silent auction. And uh, you couldn't hear it here, but when they announced the winner of it, uh, you couldn't hear it on the air. Our listeners couldn't, but we could hear a big scream. The person who won it is here. So that's yeah. good. Good deal. Cool. Hey, and uh, Millburgers is involved. Just, you know, today we've mentioned uh, the uh, the blood drive that they're a part of. Last week we were talking about the San Antonio Food Bank and the Salvation Army. Uh, Millburgers is involved in the community. They're a great corporate citizen. They give back. So uh, uh, check them out and uh, learn all the stuff they do at MillburgerNursery.com. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. Thanks. 
Hey, I got a question on those Rose Mallow hibiscus. I grew one years ago uh, in another uh, homestead we lived at, if you will, and it did well, but it was more of a pink. And I heard Dr. Parsons or y'all say y'all had the Moy Grande. And, right. Uh, they have break. Yeah, during the break, um, I looked on Plant Answers, and I looked at one called Red River, and red yeah. my wife's favorite cover, color. Does that one have as big a flowers or close to it as the Moy Grande, or, or what's the comparison? Yeah, of the yeah, yes, it does, but it's not available. Oh, that's uh, my concern. What is that? It's not available. Red, red, red River. Oh, yeah. Uh, Red oh, wow. River and Red River and Flair and uh, one called Swanee were bred by uh, Doctor uh, the late uh, Doctor McFadden. Yeah. 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 And uh, okay. And he he named them after rivers that went through. Uh, let's see, Alabama or so Louisiana or somewhere. But anyway, oh, wow. uh, uh, Red River was. Was my favorite. Now the closest closest you're going to get to uh, Red River uh, is uh, Lord Baltimore, which, uh, which Trey said he had. Trey said he had. Yes. Okay. Well, I called earlier when you announced it because I've heard you talk over the years about the Moy Grande and Doctor Moy, but I want something more red. So I guess I need to call back and speak to an operator and see if they can hold me a, a Lord Baltimore instead of the Moy Grande. Oh it's yeah, more of yeah, a red they can. Color. Yeah, they can do that. It's, yeah, it's more it's more of a true red. The the Lord oh. Baltimore. Uh, what what's more than a true red? Lord Baltimore I mean, is one? a true red. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. More of a red because my wife really. I mean, reds are colors. So yeah, it's a, it's right. a bright it's a bright red too. And, and oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, most most of those mallow hibiscus are large flowers, so it has a large flower as well, correct? Oh, yes, yes, and oh, and overlapping right. petals. Okay. Hey, can I ask one more quick one? Um, yeah, my sure. Choctaw, my Choctaw that's been in the ground, uh, I don't know, I never write stuff down, but I just noticed last night it looks like it has its first three uh, nutlets on there, and little nuts <laughs> on there. Okay. Yeah, I've been, I've been... Every year I've been disappointed, but this this is finally going to be the year, it looks like, and that's the world beat me to those three. Um, so where do I go from here other than water? I, I know I fertilized it once uh, about a month ago. Do I fertilize again or just keep watering the tree? Just keep watering the tree. Okay. L- lots right. of water. Lots of water. Okay. I- I got a well, and uh, and it's about uh, 100 feet from my well, so water will not be an issue. So just keep pumping the water to it. Yeah, they 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 utilize a lot of water, especially when it's hot and dry. And, yeah, and uh, I'm, in, I'm, in the, a, I'm in the stand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and to so I'd I'd put a, a drip irrigation line around it or something, or you know, several okay. of them around it. What is it? And that chalk, uh, ch- that chalk 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 that, gone. Yeah, they'll be ready oh. in October. That Choctaw, you think? Right, right. About uh, first, right? October, September. All right, I'll start. That's a that's a good that's a good that's a that's a good pecan. Yeah, I, I had one before. I like those pecans. Those are good. All right, I okay. appreciate your help. Okay, Thank thanks you. for calling in, and good luck on your hibiscus. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What James is talking about is uh, 
Uh, Trace made a number of hibiscus the plant of the weekend, uh, including the Moy Grande, the uh, peppermint flare, or just peppermint. Yeah, I forget. I forgot to tell him about red flare. Uh, oh, he said, uh, didn't didn't he have red? He had yeah, red Trace flare. said I think he had red flare too. So, uh, Lord Lord Baltimore is a brighter. It's red. A, it's a pretty red. I saw it online. Yeah, it's a brighter red and uh, much more available. But uh, red flare is a rare, rare one too. And uh, I would, I, I would, I would get both of those and see which one you like the best. Because uh, the nice, nice thing about uh, red flare is, is it, it's, it's practically seedless. I mean, it, pro- it doesn't produce any seedlings or seed that can can uh, throw it out of uh, bloom production. Yeah, blooming machine. Yeah, it's a blooming machine. Oh, okay, cool. That's because it's it's a seedling or offspring of the original flower, red flower. Very cool. All right, so you can call the nursery at four nine seven two one zero four nine seven. Three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and uh, you can uh, uh, just order them and they'll put them aside for you. So if like you know you can't get it today, but you can get them tomorrow, and you're worried they might be gone, or you just want to make sure you got them, four nine seven three seven six zero. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And uh, Trace mentioned that he had uh, had the. Uh, the uh, real grande gold peppers coming in. I got a really nice letter from uh, a lady in Austin. Said uh, I le- uh, no a guy in Austin. I'm sorry. Uh, said I live in Austin and drove to Millburgers several weeks ago. I got this on May 10th. Uh, when I heard you say that both the penguin pep uh, penguin pink teens. Queens uh, and Lejo's were available as transplants. I brought 10 of each to share with gardening friends. I very much appreciate your efforts to get the peppers for us to grow. I also brought fertilizer, zinnias, and your your favorite begonias and other plants. So uh, uh, he drove all the way to Austin from Austin to get that and uh, I think uh, there'd be that much demand for real grande gold. Now, the problem with this real grande gold is there's only about there's not there's very limited numbers of those, and uh, Millburgers will be the only nursery that's selling them. Because Trace brought out all uh, <laughs> all got, available has supplies. A to do that, doesn't he? I know it. He he doesn't like to share. I, I, I think it, I don't think he I, li- I like to talk to his mother about. I don't. I don't. He, I'm not sure he sees this as a criticism when you say it. I think you mean it that way, but I'm not sure he sees it that way. Trace was but not taught to share as a youngster. <laughs> no, the um, but when did he say they would be in? Did he say or we'll I find out tomorrow? Next, I think next week. Okay, that's exciting. I'll have to get Probably my. Probably next Wednesday. I'll have to get my real grand gold and. There you go. Plant those bad boys. And we, we, we want to plant some, uh, everybody to plant some, and maybe even 
try to save some seed, seed. for us. Yeah. Eat, eat what eat what you want and then save the seed from the rest. Sounds like the blue, hey, that the blue bell. Yeah. That, you know, like a, a deal. Yeah. Okay, we're eating what we want to and, and then we save, save the, the rest. Seed save the rest. seed from the rest. That's our slogan? Yeah. All right. I'll have to put that on the plant answers. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I have a question since we brought his name up a couple times today. On your plant answers thing, do you list all the plants that Mr. Moy uh, contributed to? Uh, to I, I don't know if creating is the right word, but develop, yeah, yeah, he developing. He, okay. he, he bred them and developed them. Uh, I didn't. There's there's only there's only the citrus Mr. Moore developed right and uh, Moore Grande the hibiscus okay. hibiscus well the only two that made the com- made the commercial, commercial market okay made the nurseries now he had hundreds of uh, of hibiscus and uh, gingers is that he, right he had really a big breed of gingers. And he, I think they sold those uh, to uh, Mercer Arboretum uh, when when Mr. Moore went over that away. And uh, but like like I said on the write up that we have on PlantAnswers dot com, uh, there's a listing uh, or a book that Mr. Moore put together. Oh really? With color pictures of all his uh, of all his hybrids. Oh wow! And it's on under the, it, I think it's at the bottom of the write up, of uh, uh, of uh, horticulture heroes on which uh, Mr. Moore is a part of listing. But, Very cool. Uh, hundred hundreds of people opened that thing. I, I was surprised that. Uh, how many people uh, actually went into that deal and, and looked at all those different hybrids? Now the problem I, I started not to put it on there because you can't get them. You know, well, people, people would say, "Well, uh, that's that's pretty," but uh, yeah, you're lucky, uh, Mr. Wexler isn't around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be catching hell. We told you that story, didn't we? That yeah, Jerry set me up and <laughs> now wait a minute, <laughs> don't start it with that. <laughs> I promoted some some plant that was really a good plant, but it was not available readily available on the market. And uh, I told him Jerry not to do introduced it. me to Mr. Wexler, who proceeded to <laughs> explain uh, why. Tell me why that was. We didn't do that in San Antonio. We we uh, only inter- uh, talked about plants that were available, or, or we made it clear to people that those plants were not available, but they were going to be available. There you go. We're working on it. That, that uh, I tell a lot of people, you know, we we found a lot of new plants uh, through the years, and and the problem is not finding new plants. The problem is getting them on the market, and keeping them on the market. And that that's that's kind of the difference between the San Antonio experience, and I hate to give Jerry too much credit, but that, yeah, give, give me too much credit. But no. that uh, <laughs> that was a, that's a key part of his contribution uh, to what we've done in. Uh, San Antonio, in the horticulture world, in the nursery success, even the water conservation success because of uh, uh, that link, that strong link to the horticulture industry and the uh, water 
uh, interests have with the with the nursery trade. It's all all works together to kind of a a mutual movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a great job. I'll have a couple more drinks, Jerry, and I'll say some other good things. Okay, there you go. Have have yeah. some more there, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I'm looking at Kevin's article in today's paper. That's a that's a great listing of uh, plant material that you want to use for the summer. Uh, and and the the title is appropriate: six woody perennials that love heat. And uh, the, he started out the first one with uh, Esperanza, and uh, we're we're making progress in getting that cleaned up. Where, whereas you, when you buy you want to buy the one called Gold Star Esperanza, but uh, in the past there's been some some sold as Gold Star Esperanza that were actually seedlings. Yeah, of Gold Star Esperanza, and they wouldn't bloom. That in the article that if your plant is not from an absolutely reliable source, or if it's not blooming when you there you go when you're That's the key. at the nursery, uh, look look for look for one that is because uh, Gold Star is almost always blooming. Our buds got buds on yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. Buds buds are blooming. Hey, let's even the even the small rooted cuttings. Let's take a quick break. So hold on to that thought. I'll, I'll get you back, and we'll take a break real quick at 210. I've already lost it. Three, oh, no. 308-8867. <laughs> More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up at 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Gardening is easy, especially if you get the right plants for this area. How do you make sure you get the right plants for this area? You go to Millburgers and you look for Texas Superstar plants. Texas Superstar plants are plants that have been tested in South Texas and throughout Texas to do well. Many of these plants are from South Texas, so you know you're getting winners when you pick a Texas Superstar. This week at Millburgers, they've got sales on some of your favorite Texas Superstars, like Vinca's Periwinkle is on sale. This Texas Superstar is the Cora series, which is disease-resistant, and you'll find it for just 8 cents each in the four-inch pot. Lantana, a butterfly attractor, is on sale for just $4.88 in the one-gallon container. It's a Texas superstar. Butterfly weed attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it's $5.88 in the one-gallon container. Texas lilac, Vitex, is on sale, and man, doesn't it look good? It's all around town, and just $18.88 in the five-gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show 
show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask it says. Paging Dr. Furrytail, Dr. Furrytail, you're wanted in the East Attic. Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Uh, which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. The 21st Annual Festival of Flowers has moved to a new location, the Austin Highway Event Center. It's 1948 Austin Highway, Saturday, May 26th. All your Festival of Flowers favorites are moving to the Indoor Garden Mall, the Plant Exchange, Floral Design, the Herb Kitchen, the 2018 Daylily Show, Seminar and Organic Roundtable. Festival of Flowers is co-hosted by San Antonio Water System, and everyone gets a free plant, compliments of sauce while supplies last. Admission is just $7. Parking is free. Carts and wagons are welcome. Plant and package check room. Food and beverages available all day. Remember, it's at a new location, the Austin Highway Event Center, 1948 Austin Highway, between Eisenhower and Walsham Road. It's one day only, Saturday, May 26, 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Find all the details at SA festivalofflowers.com We'll see you there Saturday, May 26 at the Austin Highway Event Center 1948 Austin Highway And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer Here's a little uh, little tip for you if you uh, want to call somebody or you want to give somebody uh, to get somebody to call someone, give them the right number. Uh, the reason we didn't get hold of NIDA earlier uh, was because I gave the wrong number. So someone who's getting calls and poor Al is leaving the messages. Uh, but she is going to be doing the presentation for the kids' garden, uh, kids' gardening class next Saturday at Millburgers from 10 to 11 on bats. NIDA, am I pronouncing your name right? Yes, that's correct. Oh, good. And I'm so sorry. We were going to call you at 1, and I messed up. So I apologize. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, next week's presentation at Millburgers on Bats. Tell us a little bit about what you'll be talking about. Uh, We'll kind of give an introduction to bats uh, around the world, talk about the variety of bats, and then uh, talk about some bats here in Texas and and focus on their importance to the environment and and our conservation efforts here in Texas. The, um, they're, they're, pretty important i don't think people realize what are some of the important things that that they contribute well here in texas is mainly because they're eating a lot of different insect pests um that are um, harming agricultural crops uh, for instance mexican free-tail bats which is our most common bat species eats the corn earworm and cotton bollworm moth mm. which lay eggs on corn and cotton crops 
And so uh, one Mexican free tail bat can eat 40 of those moths every night. So wow. we estimated about 100 million bats are here in the whole country, Mexican free tails. So that's a lot of moths, which is yeah. saving farmers money because they're not having to use as much pesticide on their crops. So no, that's, that's, that's Yeah, and so it's a dual benefit. The crops are better and uh, the pesticide use is down. So the, Correct. the one country. Yeah. How many how many varieties and I, I, I don't know how many kids we have listening to the show so we can give out some information without sure. it being spoilers how many uh, <laughs> yeah. varieties of uh, of bats do we have in South Texas we're kind of, we're kind of blessed with uh, the ability to observe bats aren't we yes um, because we have so many free tails here um, our you know our karst topography has a lot of cave systems they also reach underneath a lot of bridges so Mexican free tails are really common. Uh, here in central Texas, there are about eight fairly common species. Uh, Texas has the most diversity of species out of any state with 32 different kinds of bats. Wow. So I always really? brag that I'm from the, yeah, baddiest state in the United States of America. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So uh, what do you expect? Like uh, uh, one of the things we noticed, too, on some of these uh, really interesting uh, kid seminars that the uh, – the kids and the parents uh, are both interested and both come to the uh, presentation. Do you expect that will be the case for your presentation? Um, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, everybody loves bats, whether you're a kid or an adult. Um, and they're fascinating, and people yeah. are always intrigued by them. And, um, and the information I cover is, you know, interesting to adults and kids. So I, I also have a lot of, of cool display items and specimens that I bring so people get to see enough close. Uh, you know, bat specimens that close that they probably wouldn't see any other way. So, so how will you? Uh, Jerry was asking, but I think facetiously, um, the that do you bring bats? But you can't bring bats at ten o'clock in the morning, can you? No, I don't have any live bats. Uh, you know, our goal with Parks and Wildlife is we have a sick or injured that's animal is to get them back into the wild. So, um, you know, as soon as that's possible, that's what we do if we've rehabbed a bat. So I don't keep one, like, in captivity to bring with me or anything like that. Okay. But I do have um, bats that have died of natural causes that I've taxidermied so that oh, okay. I, you guys could see a variety of species. Very Which is cool. not yeah. as great as seeing a live one, but you can come out and view the bats at one of our parks sometime and see them alive. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was bat rehab. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, there are people who focus on that rehabilitation. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. So, what is what are the biggest challenges? I mean, you've mentioned some of the good things, and I have a feeling there are a lot of myths about bats that keep folks from uh, really sure. appreciating them as much as they should. A lot of people think bats all carry rabies, and that's not true, or that they are carriers of different diseases and that's not true either so those are some misconceptions that um yeah these educational opportunities help kind of eliminate some of that and, good well um, the um we'll mention we'll that you'll be doing that kind of, yeah Sorry? we'll talk about them next saturday at 10 o'clock here at the nursery yes. Um, at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. More information is at com, And uh, you can RSVP 
at 497-3760. I don't think you have to. We'll ask again tomorrow. I think you can just come and enjoy the class uh, that NIDA will be uh, teaching. And if you go to millburgernursery.com, you're going to notice that it says that you are with the, now let's see, oh, I've moved on, so I don't see it, but the old railroad um, tunnel. Old Tunnel State Park, yeah. Old Tunnel State Park, yeah. Correct. Which is yeah. so cool. I, I've been there. It is it is absolutely awesome. Talk a little bit about that, will you? So it's the smallest state park in Texas. So we're a day-use-only facility. Most of our um, visitors come out to see the bats during our bat season, May through October. And uh, we mm-hmm. have about 3 million bats that roost in an old, historical, abandoned railroad tunnel. And we have a short nature trail. People can come out. It's free to come hike the trail during the day. And then we have two viewing areas. One is free every night, and then the lower area, which is closer to where the bats come out, is only open on Thursday through Sunday for a $5 fee per person. But there's um, we have an 800 number, our Facebook page. I recommend that people check that before they come to find out what time the bats are coming out. Bats do their own thing. So the time can change, you know, nightly. So. And um, no, and it's uh, you guys do a great job. So I'm going to uh, to recommend spending the five dollars, which we did, my wife and I did, and it's it's absolutely wonderful. And it's 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 really uh, people throw around the word awesome a great deal, but it is it is inspiring and very awesome. Uh, because, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to I've explain seen it to Jerry. Of times and, yeah, I never get tired of it. So I don't doubt it, and the sound is amazing. Uh, when they're yeah. when they're all flying out, um, and I was trying to explain my other experience was way back when I don't know that they did this before. Someone came out and explained that okay, that when uh, you see the hawks, you know that the the bats won't be too far behind. And um, we saw the hawks, and it's like there's no bats. What's happening? And then a few of the poor scouts came out, um, and the hawks must have known. Someone, someone on the inside alerted the hawks that the scouts were coming uh, because, yeah, they they picked up on those scouts and they had them for dinner, and then they yeah, went away. And then to show up, yeah. Yeah, it was just so, it was so really interesting. And then all of a sudden, thousands and thousands and thousands of bats. Yes. Cool. How did you get involved in bats? Uh, always been fascinated by them when I how important they were to the environment. As I was pursuing my master's degree in environmental science, I had to do an internship and uh, interned uh, at Old Tunnel, actually. That, it was mm. with the Wildlife Division back then. And so I got to study and research bats and kind of fell in love with them. So doing you it know, that's what, that, that's what happened to Bruce, the Batman. Oh, Bruce Wayne, is that <laughs> yeah. what happened? Bruce Wayne, that's what happened to <laughs> yeah. Bruce Wayne. I didn't know that. Haven't you seen the movies? I had no. I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a little deeper than that, but that's okay. Um, and as far as I know, the free-tailed bats do not inflict vigilante justice in, in the world. No, is that right? No. no. Well, we we don't know. They may sneak up on those hawks afterwards. Oh, there maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, Nida, we look forward to talking with you and seeing you next week at Millburgers. It's going to be a great presentation. Uh, give the website and the phone number again for the state park so folks can uh, check it out online or go out there and visit. Is it open now? You said May. Yeah, we started our tour season every night of the week. Um, again, only Thursday through Sunday is the lower area open. And they can uh, call 
978-2287, which is our information line, and they can find all right. out all the information they need. Or just go to our Facebook page, uh, Old Tunnel State Park, and make sure they're on the Parks and Wildlife one because there's unofficial ones out there, too. But the information okay. is out there also. Can I ask one more question? Sure. And I know, what, what kind of hawks are, are the, those that... The predators. Uh, pre- that feed the on the bats com- when they come out? Um, the most common hawk are, are red-tailed hawks that show uh-huh. up at bat sites, yeah. Do you get anything that's Coopers a or anything else? Uh, just, just red tails? We mainly no. see red tails at Old Tunnel at other bat sites. Sometimes, you know, red shoulders come in and, and Cooper's hawks as well, and... Um, even falcons sometimes will come and feed on the Yeah, I was wondering too, about so. the falcons. Yeah. yeah. So, so you might there might be four or five varieties of hawks, but mostly red tails. different tails. places, yes, but mostly red tails, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Nida, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Sure. And look Sorry forward about to seeing the next up with the phone number. By yeah, the it's way. not your know. fault at all. That was me. That okay. was all me. Okay. I, I typed one all wrong right. number, and so some poor guy or woman in San Antonio has these messages from our on our <laughs> studio engineer going, why Why aren't you calling us? What's wrong with you? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Thanks, Nida. See you next week. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's gotten kind of quiet here now. Yeah. I think the event is gone, uh, leaving and we're yeah. left here. <laughs> it's okay. We, we could we could even a, close the door and yeah. get the air conditioning. Jerry, you want to lean over and uh, can you get that and uh, we'll uh, we'll absorb some. If anybody comes, AC. we'll just yeah. wave to them. We'll just wave to them. We we'll we'll look like that exhibit. There we go. And we uh, can reassure Charles that we've latched on to the sign that he uh, that they had put on top uh, that the. Uh, butterfly garden that they put together out here for the event and uh we, so, found, we found the and the uh, musician that lent us the cord and, yeah uh, his cord oh was that what it was that was yeah. cool of him although he gave me a look, kind of a look because when he you lent ra- it to me it was you didn't wrap it up I, yes yeah, and, I, and i made an effort to no i bet it. you did <laughs> it's a skill. It is a skill that you learned how to wrap cords and uh, oh, yeah. and if you don't do it right, you get scolded. Yeah, yeah. So I went from I went from this little yeah, very eight tight. inch package uh-huh. to to uh, whole uh, two arms around it. <laughs> Thank you for that, Doctor. He was. Finn. I kind of offered. Uh, do you want me to try to wrap it better? And he he's, he looked at me and then he said, "I just soon get home." You know. <laughs> Oh, that was a nice thing to say. He didn't say that. He just looked at it. He just gave you the look that said that. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back. We'll finish up on talking about uh, Calvin's article. Remember, were we talking about that? Yeah. Okay, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Gardening is easy, especially if you get the right plants for this area. 
How do you make sure you get the right plants for this area? You go to Millburgers and you look for Texas Superstar plants. Texas Superstar plants are plants that have been tested in South Texas and throughout Texas to do well. Many of these plants are from South Texas, so you know you're getting winners when you pick a Texas Superstar. This week at Millburgers, they've got sales on some of your favorite Texas Superstars, like Vinca's Periwinkle is on sale. This Texas Superstar is the Cora series, which is disease-resistant, and you'll find it for just 88 cents each in the four-inch pot. Lantana, a butterfly attractor, is on sale for just four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. It's a Texas superstar. Butterfly weed attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it's five eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. Texas lilac, Vitex is on sale, and man, doesn't it look good? It's all around town, and just eighteen eighty-eight in the five-gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. This is an important message about the Republican runoff election on May twenty-second. Gun owners of America urges you to vote Chip Roy for. Congress in the 21st District. Chip Roy is a proven Second Amendment fighter who knows how to beat the anti-gun agenda in Washington, D.C. Working alongside Senator Ted Cruz, Chip Roy was instrumental in defeating massive gun control after the tragic Sandy Hook shooting. Every time a bad guy with a gun commits a crime, politicians blame the law-abiding gun owner. But criminals don't obey gun laws. Chip Roy knows that. That's why he fought so hard to defeat gun owner registration and bans on guns in magazines. Chip Roy fought shoulder-to-shoulder with pro-gun Americans to defeat gun control when the pressure was intense. He is a true friend of the right to keep and bear arms who has earned the trust, confidence, and endorsement of the gun owners of America. Protect the Second Amendment. Cast your vote for Chip Roy in the Republican runoff election for Congress. Early voting is from May 14th to the 18th. Election day is Tuesday, May 22nd. Paid for by Gun Owners of America. Hi, it's Milton Glick. Don't forget, Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is coming up Saturday, June 9th, starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, Go to MillburgerNursery.com where you'll find all the categories like cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight, and then we'll pick a grand champion from all of those. You've got prizes that you can win for the top tomato contest. And don't forget, we've got a category two, the best salad bowl. And everybody that enters this free contest will get a $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers the day of the contest. Judging starts at noon. Get your tomatoes in shape, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery June 9th for the Top Tomato Contest. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. It's commencement season at American colleges and universities, and you know what that means, don't you? It means liberal commencement speakers, and why not? They're the perfect capstone to four or more years of politically correct liberal instruction. At my alma mater, American University in Washington, D.C., a series of speakers for the various colleges were women's rights advocates and environmental disciples. The school brags it is the first carbon-neutral university. The new president, Sylvia Burwell, was Barack Obama's secretary 
secretary of HHS, which should tell you all you need to know about her politics. One survey by Young America Foundation found liberals outnumber conservative commencement speakers this year by a margin of 12 to 1. I'm surprised it isn't higher. So here's a word of advice for all you parents and grandparents who have children and grandchildren of college age. Be careful where you send them to college. If you aren't careful, I mean really careful, and investigate the curriculum, your children and grandchildren may come back with a different worldview. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, former MC for Green Spaces Alliance Secret Garden Luncheon, and Dr. Jerry Parsons, uh, just a, a former... I'm just sitting there <laughs> doing a radio show. Yeah, there okay. we go. All right. Do you want to talk about the... Uh, How lonely article? is this, Milton, when the um, half an hour ago the place was crowded with... Here comes Gail. Oh, good. Well, maybe Gail yeah. will talk to us too. And now we're the le- we're the what's left. You know the uh, the comment I'm getting back from the station is, it's too quiet. I don't hear any traffic noise. I don't hear any birds chirping or bees or anything like that. Oh, she she must be picking up all her. <laughs> I think Gail's Gail's been here since early this morning. I guess she's eager to to get everything and she's picking up stuff. So. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll revisit and uh, find out. Green Spaces Alliance does a great job. Uh, go to greensatx.org to learn more about all the stuff that they do. Yes, sir. Yeah, if you don't get the paper, uh, the six perennials that Calvin named as that love the heat is uh, Gold Star Esperanza, and uh, I like the way you know I love Calvin's subtle. Is he, is he as good as Neil? So, uh, I think he's better. Wow. I think he's better. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, talk about Gold Star Esperanza. Said, Other selections may not bloom until early fall with small blooms only at the top of the plant. That's a good way to describe those rogues or renegades that come in there. But uh, So if you have one that's doing that... Uh, there is no cure for that. You, know, you just dig it up and get your, make sure you get a Gold Star Esperanza. What's, what's one sure way that you know you're getting Gold Star Esperanza, Melton? It's in bloom. It's in bloom, and where else? What else? It's uh, mail burgers. Mail burgers. It's yep. in mail burgers. Yep. Uh, but anyway, let's see. He also talked about uh, uh, Prada Barbados or Portiana. And uh, Thrialis, let's see, that's two. Let's see, one, two. Thrialis is three. Firebush is four. Uh, Blue Plumbago is five. And Mealy Sage, or Mexican Bush Sage, is, uh, uh, is, is the sixth one. And there's a lot of choices on those summer sages. There's uh, we talk about indigo spires that'll take over whatever space you give it, and uh, just 
You know, there's no no way to describe it as discipline. And then there's things like the blue Vic, or Victoria Blue that are are pretty good soldiers for borders, and uh, you know about count on them to be about 18 inches tall and good. So you get you can you can pick the uh, blue salvia you want. I mean the characteristics that you want. Now they all require full sun. Um, but the, the deer don't eat them. Uh, as far as I know, and there's not any pests, they're also good butterfly, hummingbird, and pollinator uh, plants. Now, the one salvia, at least one salvia, that is good in the shade, and that's coccinia. Coccinia seems to do better in yeah, the shade. Yeah, it's, than it's uh, receding. It's blooming now, and it'll bloom even more in the fall, but that's a good one for that. Uh, we're always talking about the uh, wildflower fields. Uh, when the blue bonnets and the coreopsis and Mexican hats and everything quit quit blooming, uh, the coccinia is one of those that continues to bloom. Lemon balm is blooming too. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, yeah, look, look, you can get the seed. Uh, Wild Seed Farms got. Yeah, I, I was seed. at um, at um, Wild Seed Farms yesterday, as a matter of fact, and the. Uh, They've got horse, horse mint. Yeah, which I call yeah, like lemon mint. Yeah, he got a got a whole field of that, uh, the the purple one or the. Yeah, I guess it's purple, uh, blue or, whatever, but anyway, uh, it's it's in full bloom up yeah. there now. I always, with I'm there's always a predicament because my, my blue bonnet, my coreopsis. And uh, oh, the uh, Indian paintbrush and all those earlier uh, wildflowers are all at the drop in the seed stage. Yeah, they're there, not, they're not very the, pretty at this. There's time. the horsemen out there, a few scattered off. Uh-huh. And so I, I say, do I just leave the whole field, or what I usually do is I try to mow. Around the horseman. Yeah, and leave, leave enough there for seed source. And coccinia is kind of in that boat, too. They're, they're out there. And uh, another one that I've, Jerry and I have talked about and uh, that I've really grown to like because of the butterfly attraction is that blue curl. Uh, and uh, our friends at the uh, Wild Sea Farms have that seed for the mm-hmm. blue curl, too. Mm-hmm. That. That's one that just finished. Well, there's still some of the plants are blooming, growing sun or shade, uh, just covered with these uh, blue, unusual-looking flowers, and uh, butterflies, bees. If you're into pollinators, that's a plant that you that you need. It's kind of a good preliminary plant for because uh, the mist flower is finally starting to to bloom now, and then the Milkweeds are starting to bloom, and so it's a good transition for the butterflies. But uh, check that out. Uh, yeah, I got a I got a question the other day uh, from somebody. Well, this week from somebody that uh, wanted to know what flowers attracted bees attracted bees to the vegetable garden, and I guess that'd be the same the same butterfly be the butterfly flowers. Uh, because uh, the the flowers that uh, attract butterflies also attract bees. Yeah, and our friends, the porterweeds, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Boy, it's hard to find uh, porterweed. Uh, last year we found that dwarf red and the, mm-hmm. and that outstanding purple. Uh, now, now there's a few varieties. The coral has got a the color is not nearly as intense as uh, some of the others. No. But so if you uh, if your favorite nursery has uh, porterweed out there. Uh, especially one of the, uh, like the dwarf red or the common, uh, the purple or blue, uh, latch onto it because it's getting harder. It's getting so popular. Paul would be just, uh, yeah, he'd be he, gloating. He, 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 yeah, was, he, he should, was ahead of his time. He would have right to gloat after we picked on him for that. Uh, that was my first introduction to poor Paul was him saying, oh, it's going great. We're talking about Paul Cox. Yeah, Paul Cox. And, and he made the comment that we just the plant sale has gone great. We just got, we got some porter weed we need to get rid of. And, uh, yeah, that's about all that's left. And Jerry was like, heck, yeah, yeah. I named that plant weed. Nobody's going to buy that plant. Name it something else. Call us back. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty, and uh, boy, is it a butterfly attraction. Well, and it's yeah, and it's, in, it's such an interesting growth habit. Uh, and then, and Jer- Jerry, I don't know where you got the information, but it, it, they're just a real competition between the hummingbirds and the butterflies and the bees. And uh, Jer- Jerry uh, carried the, the information that it's because of the potency of the nectar. I've seen that in the internet too. Mm-hmm. Potency of the nectar. So that little one-inch length bloom on a on a on a stalk, I mean, attracts all those. Because uh, yeah, it it must be that uh, that must be true because they come back to the same flower over and over and over. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever seen uh, hummingbirds and uh, like swallowtails mm-hmm. battle like I've seen them over that uh, oh, yeah. that uh, porterweed. But it's an interesting, interesting plant. Uh, speaking of plants, uh, I got a listing from my uh, Niels Perry newsletter uh, a couple of weeks ago of, 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 about some of some of the favorite uh, plants that you could plant in your garden at this time of the year. Uh, some of Niels Perry's favorite. Uh, one of them is uh, trailing lantana. He likes new gold and trailing and trailing lantana are two of the most popular lantanas. Wax begonias. He he doesn't mention our uh, whoppers, whoppers, but uh, they're they're really they. I can't imagine what they're going to be in another month outside oh. outside of Millburgers. Yeah, they're outside. gorgeous. They're already knockout. You can uh, see them if what Jerry's pointing out is that. Uh, Millburgers planted the whopper begonias along uh, the access road to 1604, just past Mulberry. So you can just, uh, instead of going in the first driveway to Millburgers, you just drive past the turf uh, samples, and there will be the the whopper begonias. Then you can go in the second driveway into the parking. Yeah, it's the first flowering plant past the waterfall. Don't stop on the uh, service road like I, I recommended in and uh, Trace you got in trouble. Yeah, that? Trace went hysterical on the. Uh, <laughs> it's very. It's it's dangerous. It's not, uh, and uh, the police don't appreciate it either. Mm. But so. there's no yellow mark there. Oh no, uh, no. Indicating you can't. Uh, 
But uh, it's probably it's probably safest and easiest go, to, to do do just drive by, and then if you want to look at it more in detail, you can just uh, you park and then you just walk out walk there. Walk back and, yeah. and look at, and uh, th- that's going to be worth pictures in in a yeah. two three weeks. The whopper begonias. Are... We should we should have probably taken uh, succession pictures. Oh, that would have been good uh, as as it as it filled in. Uh, but anyway, wax begonias are, are one of his favorite. And then pentas. Uh, we haven't talked about pentas today, but uh, uh, the 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 new the, the the new hybrids stay short and bloom nonstop all summer and fall. I I kind of disagree with that. Uh, what is that? Which one? Pentas. Oh, penta. Yeah. You know they got those real short ones. Yeah, my, my. I, 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 we have found, and and all all pentas are not uh, Texas superstars. Only the uh, pink one, which is an intermediate size penta, well, well, is I a like Texas the, superstar. I like the intermediate or the larger, the intermediate. Right, right. Now, and they're not xeriscape plants either. I mean, they're. I mean, you if you grow them in container, you got They got to be watered. Water. Yeah, yeah. And he likes angelonias, uh, summer snapdragons, and uh, firebush. Of course, it's amazing how everybody likes firebush now. Uh, Coleus, uh, all-time favorite uh, foliage plant for the summer. Copper plants. That's a, that's a plant that a lot of people don't use, but they've got some interesting copper copper leaf plants. Now, I've never used it. Uh, what is so spectacular about it is is the color it turns into fall. You know, we're we're always desperate for a fall color around here, and those copper plants, and now they've got some interesting leaf leaf uh, shapes and everything else. Uh, on, on copper copper leaves plant, and he likes uh, purple fountain grass and uh, 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 crotons. Uh, he, that that's his list of favorites, along with Calvin's list of favorites in the in the newspaper today. Now, Jerry, have we got a minute? Yeah, we got about four. Uh, okra. Um, my okra is just the season's just coming up. Yeah, but it is coming up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and did uh, you soak it overnight? Um, actually, I In didn't. Warm water. I, did, I didn't. I didn't do a great job. I've got a uh, irrigation, um, but okay. Well, that, that's good enough. Yeah, I've got drip irrigation on it, but it's slower to come up if yeah. you don't soak it. Yeah, and uh, I, sh- I should have learned my lesson last year because uh, it was uh, so slow. Um, if you if you do do the soaking and then if, if you just take a the wand and water yeah know, every yeah. couple of days and you get that even seed coming up and then after that they take off on their own yeah and fire ants uh, are an issue on uh, and fire ants in the garden are are gen- generally an issue uh, there are some. Uh, some more organic controls with uh, spinosad as an active ingredient, right. and then there's another one, philanthrin or something, that uh, you can actually use in the in the garden. Uh, but it also works just to use like amdrol around the edge or outside the garden, and they'll eventually 
uh, get those hills too. But uh, if you if your okra is farther along than mine and you uh, got fire ants on the, on the plant, uh, just spray them off with a hose if you're gonna. Yeah. When you get to the point when you have to harvest them. But they they'll throw the they're eating. They're feeding on the. Uh, uh, at the end of the at the where the okra pod is attached to the to the main stem right right there along the along the base of that uh, under the calyx I think that's called calyx uh, but uh, that's that's where they feed and they will cause that okra not to form so they can actually throw your okra out of production. Fire ants can. Yeah, so just keep that in mind, and uh, and if you use, if you rely on a, a bait, realize that it uh, often takes a, at least a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks, to get yeah. any kind of control on, on a bait. So, did you I, use I, all Oscar? I did. I've got some of Beck's Big. If you want to try it again, you mean the the one that I had to get a ladder to? <laughs> yes, uh, twenty feet tall. Get a tall. ladder. A ladder won't do it. Actually, yeah. What you had to do is you grab the kind of the there you go. plant, at, and then just walk your way it backwards. Up, walk yeah. your backwards till you get the top. Yeah, and uh, I was always tempted to carry my machete with me. You know. <laughs> what, wow. did your, what did yours get? Twelve, fifteen feet yeah, tall? Yeah, I did. Very. I mean, productive overwhelmed you in production, but it was huge, and it was hard to harvest. Oh yeah. All right, well, listen, we've run out of time. We're back at the nursery tomorrow, so uh, why don't you come visit us and bring a couple gardening questions with you at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Thanks to everybody at Green Spaces Alliance who treated us so nice. We'll find out how we did. Thanks to everyone, folks, that came out to Millburgers Blood Drive. If you missed it but you want to be a part of the next one, we'll tell you when the next one's coming up, or you can go to millburgernursery.com. We'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al doing a great job getting calls on the air. Uh, thanks to Nida from the old the Tunnel um, Conservatory, uh, State Park, rather. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.